I was looking at my wife. I was like, yes. oh my God. <laughs> so I know I had the exact same moment. I heard, I heard, I heard, like I saw what's going on. I'm like, Avengers uh-huh. again? Welcome to episode 86. This episode 206 we talk about, we get some sweet sweet can, male nipples, and Anton held something huge in his hand. I'm out for us. And I'm Anton Duong. That is so sloppy. Yeah. All right. Let me just do this real quick. Uh, something new this week. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There's over uh, 180,000 titles to choose from uh, for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So, anyways, let's go ahead and start the show. All right, very smooth. All right, I thought, how was your week? Uh, not too bad. I mean, I had a little mishap. Not like a, you know, accident where, you know, a little baby pees in, you know, their pants or anything. Uh, it's more of uh, a travel <laughs> thing. <laughs> so, I, w- I went to Dallas for the weekend. Uh, it was pretty much a, uh, a work-related thing. But then uh, on the way home... Uh, there was a little mishap at the airport. Um, well, on the way to the airport, I got a text message saying that my flight was canceled from Dallas to Orlando, where I was going home. So there was a big problem that happened. Uh, all the flights into Orlando were all canceled. So I Wait, didn't really have a flight home. Because of the weather? Because No, something happened in the Orlando airport that I didn't know about until I started searching for it. Oh, uh, uh, wait, hold on. Yeah. Oh, that's a good thing because I want to see what your response is. Is your go-to news website or is your go-to Twitter? <laughs> it, it depends. I, or, I mean, if I'm looking for or, a source. <laughs> or Snapchat. Mm, uh, okay. That, that's a very relatable source because it's, you know, happening live. Right. But I go for more something like uh, uh, media. So if I'm going for media, I just go to Google and type it in. And if it's showing up there, then that means it's a big deal. Um, I think that's the first place I would go to. And then I would go to social media after that. So anyways, Hmm. yeah. So uh, the story is that uh, there was a TSA agent at the Orlando airport. He went to the third floor in the inside atrium hotel. Oh, I heard about this. I yeah, didn't, I didn't know it was Orlando. Yeah, it was Orlando. So he went to the oh. third floor and then he said something really out loud, but nobody really heard it. Uh, nobody was really recording it. So they really know what was happening. But then after he finished talking about it, he jumped the third floor. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so what I heard was that mm-hmm. he jumped out the third floor and there was like kids and families all around the ground level. So oh, yeah. all, all people heard was a thump mm-hmm. and... They thought then, it was like, a gunshot. Oh, was that? They thought it was a gunshot. Yeah, yeah. They just heard like a loud sound and then they just blocked off the area and people were saying like, we heard a loud sound. We don't know what it was. Yeah, it's a guy freaking hitting the ground. Yeah, it was <sighs> a TSA agent too, which is crazy. But yeah, that, that's what happened. And then uh, they shut down the whole entire airport. So any of the incoming flights were all canceled, including mine. So for the longest time, I didn't really have a flight home because uh, I was looking to the later flights, but those were also on standby. They didn't really know if they were going to fly anybody into Orlando uh, until a later time. But actually, they started uh, having a couple of planes go in, 
but um, it was more of like uh, in the late afternoon, like around three o'clock. But by that time, I tried to get any of the later flights; they were all booked, uh, either booked or are they're already sold out a long time ago. So my only choice was to come home the next day. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, we had some people that went with us, and they needed to go home because they had. Uh, you know, their family at home that they needed to get home. So yeah. I had to figure out a way to reroute everything. So I was on the uh, on the phone with Southwest for like, they put me on hold for at least almost an hour because uh, I guess uh, it wasn't just Dallas, but it was a bunch of other airports uh, that canceled the flight. And so that's why a bunch of people were calling in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was talking with the agent, and the only choice I would have is to fly into a different airport that is nearby Orlando. Which and, is the closest one? Uh, okay. So we have Tampa, which is about an hour and a half away. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. And then we, yeah, which isn't bad. Oh, I mean, is, is it the whole thing like it's 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 a long distance, but it's uh, not that much traffic? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, <laughs> if you're driving really fast, it'll take an hour and a half. But usually, if you're taking your time, it'll take uh, a good two hours. Well, because it's uh, like uh, it's like trying to go to LAX, but instead landing in San Diego. Like I yeah, think that's yeah, the yeah. distance. Yep. Or Ontario or something like that. Yeah. Um. But instead of Tampa, because the the only Tampa flight from Dallas was in the morning, so if I wanted the next Tampa flight out, it would have to be the next day. So I had really no choice but to go to Jacksonville. Yeah. Jacksonville was about two hours away. So that's what we did. And we caught the flight around the six or seven o'clock. Uh, we got to Jacksonville at nine. And I pretty much had to drive the whole way home. Uh, I rented a, uh, a small car. Uh, I think it was a Nissan Sentra. And dude, little, it cost a hundred bucks. Four yeah, it cost a hundred bucks because I had to return it at a different airport. Yeah. And usually they charge a fee, so that's why it was so expensive. Oh uh, yeah, but, like the uh, non originating location fee or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It was it was an interesting drive home and uh yeah, I, for me I, I would just stay an extra day, but then we had other people that wanted to get home. So yeah, that, uh-huh. uh, that's pretty much uh, what happened for, for that. And then during the week I got to see um Alita Battle Angel. I was supposed to see it last week. Then I missed it, um, but I got a chance to go see it this week for a different screening. Um, but I'll talk about that. There's so much I want to talk about it, but yeah. uh, we'll talk about it later in the so, show. So there's a lot of uh, updates I wanted to give, but mm-hmm. I, you just reminded me of something else that happened this week, and I, I totally forgot about it, but, but to keep yeah. the whole plane theme going. Mm-hmm. Uh, an airplane crashed in Nurbalinda, a small little Cessna. Oh wow! Is um, it is it a family thing that happened or? Uh, so it was a it small happened, charter. It happened. No, no, it was like a. It was just like a, it was one pilot in the, in the Cessna, mm-hmm. but oh, okay. it, it crashed into a house in oh, Yorbalinda mm-hmm. on Super Bowl Sunday. So they were hosting a party, mm-hmm. and the plane. I it, I saw a video of it. It looks like the plane. Um, the engine blew up mid air, and the plane just mm-hmm. came straight down and hit the house. Uh, it, it's sad because like there's like four people died, but uh, they could have been worse because it was a house hosting a Super Bowl party. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it it's weird because my my friend slash coworker lives in Yorbalinda, mm-hmm. and when I first heard the news story, I was like, oh, I better text her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? In my head, I'm like, no, Yorbalinda is a somewhat big city. It's you know, what are the chances? She te- she talked to me the next day at work, and she's like, "No, the plane flew right over her house, and it crashed in the neighborhood right behind hers." Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy. So like, yeah, so her and her daughter and her uh, fiance were freaking out. 
Um, but the story gets weirder. So it's sad, right? Like, the, well, like what caused the engine mm-hmm. to, engine to blow up midair? Because usually those planes are like safe. Because even if they the engine fails, they can still glide and make a crash landing. Yeah. Um, they identified the guy originally as a retired, I believe, Chicago police officer. Mm-hmm. Two days later, they said those are false documents. Oh yeah. So he's a fake uh he yeah police he, officer he has all this these paperwork and yeah he I gets badge but he has a, a badge he has a badge he has paperwork showing that he's a retired police officer in chicago but mm-hmm. there's no record of him the the police say that that badge number was stolen and yeah so like what the hell's going on here it's just weird mm-hmm. it, it it's a, it's a developing story i i'm sure we're not gonna hear the end of it for a couple of months but yeah that's what happened this past week for me um, yeah it sounds like something really shady like, in like some type of like uh cop movie or yeah like cop movie or something like you know the intro to like a a a a, you know mystery crime show Mm -hmm. you know like bones Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is all bones (laughs) bones yeah they found the body they don't know who it is and now they must solve the mystery anyways (laughs) uh so i i'll you know what i'll turn this uh sad news story into uh or new stories into a nice little happy thing i did something yesterday anton uh i don't want to know what you did that sounds uh pretty shady you might want to Oh, don't tell me you got a switch. I got a switch. <laughs> oh my god, that's why you asked me. You're like, oh yeah. Uh, well, I guess I I got this text from you saying, hey, uh, how do you uh, send a uh, Pokemon to your switch? So no, okay. So it's, I was specifically asking for your switch mm-hmm. because uh, Pokemon Go is doing an event right now. Whenever you transfer Pokemon to your switch, you get a something called the mystery box, mm-hmm. and then I guess that mystery back box acts like a lure for unknown Pokemon, and there's a chance you can get uh, a, a shiny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's uh, the the new thing about Pokemon is having a, a shiny Pokemon because it's the next or challenge. Like a a Loan Pokemon. Yeah, it's well because it's an it's the next challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like ah, uh, well, it looks like Pokemon Go is really trying to integrate more because um, that's technically that's exclusive content now. You can't mm-hmm. get it unless you trade or you have a Switch. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well. Uh, Anton's already bugging me in December to get a Switch. I'm getting my mm-hmm. tax return. I'm getting my work bonus. I'll go for it. I'm going to get it. <laughs> so you went on a little splurge there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sucks because Target was having a sale, but they, they were sold out everywhere. I think mm-hmm. because of the sale. So I went to Best Buy and just grabbed that one. Oh, well, what was the sale? What was the deal on it? Uh, it was, the if you buy the system, you get one of the select games half off. And I think one of them oh, was uh, Mario. That's a good deal. That's yeah. a really good deal. I, I know it was one of the Mario games. It wasn't Smash. I think it was probably Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Zelda, which is another one I want to get. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, I, I don't think. I think once you start that game, you can't put it down. Yeah. I so, can tell you that right now. Yeah. So I've been playing Pokemon uh, Let's Go Eevee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got I got Smash. Um, that one for you. For pretty much I got Smash for my friends. For yeah. you, Josiah, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna take a while to uh, unlock all the characters. I I know that uh, unless you play the single player, but that takes even longer. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. no. So I got I got so I got Smash for you guys, mm-hmm. um, and also my girlfriend because I've heard like, well, she's she likes Pokemon, but Pokemon's not really a party game. No, it's not. It's more like uh, to yourself. Yeah. So I'm like, I got I got a I got a solo game and I got a multiplayer game. So hey, tell you what though. Um, the great thing about the Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go po- uh, Pikachu is that these you can play with uh, a, a second person. They can have the second controller. Oh, the other one? What do they do, though? Mm-hmm. 
they they help you battle. Okay. You, you can battle together. Okay. Um, it'll, it'll be like two Pokemons on on your side, and you're teaming up against uh, the other Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. No. I mm-hmm. I, I did see uh, uh, the the little icon, the little friend icon next to the screen. Yeah. I didn't. I just didn't know what it was. It, yeah, okay. so that second person can also help you catch Pokemon too. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's been a fun experience trying to play with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the last day and a half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and also, I got this is side note. Mm-hmm. I got this little thing. Oh, right here, trying to get the camera right. Mm-hmm. It's a external battery, seventeen bucks, twenty thousand uh, milliamps. Okay. Yeah. Is it a solar panel on it? Or no. What is that it, uh, black strip on the top? Oh, it uh, tells you the charge. Oh, I have uh, a similar one, but it is uh, twice this, uh, uh, twice the size of that one. Um, mine is called uh, Imudo. Uh, I don't know if that's the same brand. No, this but, one's uh, uh, U- Ubao. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's funny because my girlfriend, she was asking me, she's like, oh, that's like, uh, I don't know if, because she has it. She's like, I don't know if mine's good or bad. I'm like, eh. They're pretty much just double A batteries packed into a little rechargeable mm-hmm. case. I'm like, not really. Yeah, but this one's gonna last you a while. Um, I think you can probably get at least four full charges with that one. Uh, um, uh, the iPhone eight plus has a battery capacity of eight. Eight. Oh, sorry. Eight. So you can two, only get two and a half charges. No, no, no. It's a that. no. It's two thousand seven fifty. Two thousand seven hundred fifty milliamps. So For, this is like this is almost like seven charges. I, I googled it. I, wait, I, wait. The i, I the iPhone is two thousand seven hundred and fifty milliamps. Depends on which one, too. Really? Uh, uh, but either way, though, it's still. Uh, at, yeah. I, I I was estimating that that the iPhone was like seven thousand milliamps, but apparently it's way less. Because I, I I have the the forty uh, milliamps one. Uh, forty. Yeah, I have the forty one, which is the it's a lot thicker than that one. It, it, it's like a brick and uh, really heavy too. Yeah. No, that's one. That too. one I. Because I, I got that one because uh, I went to the Star Wars celebration mm-hmm. and I was sleeping overnight and I just wanted to make sure that I had enough battery yeah. for the whole entire night. But I ended up having battery for like three or four days. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> It's end. crazy. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, it's big, but I mean, at least this way, you know, one battery pack uh, can, mm-hmm. can last a while. Because I also yeah. got a new... It's good uh, for the- conventions and plus if, if you're traveling, it's more more power to you well because the battery the, the battery the pet pack i got last week mm-hmm. i don't know if i showed mm-hmm. you um it has a little pocket for usb mm-hmm. so on the outside you can there's a little like usb port you can just plug into it and then the inside it has the usb cable where you can plug in your battery so i can just keep that mm. thing in my backpack and just keep like i have my friends plug into the side of my backpack oh that's nice yeah so uh, you're kind of like a battery boy i'll charge them <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so actually, yeah, now not we're talking about conventions, I'll go into it now. Uh, I checked out a uh, cookie con this past weekend. Oh yeah. Is this, uh, your annual thing that you do every year now? Well, second, second time around. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it, it surprisingly got a little bit bigger. Um, still mm-hmm. pretty small compared to the other conventions, but, mm-hmm. uh, there were some good like cookies. I, I tried my first, uh, vegan, uh, chocolate chip cookie. Okay. How'd that uh, go? Oh, surprisingly good. You know, I tried yeah. vegan like pastries before and I didn't like them, but like a vegan cookie. Mm-hmm. He's legit. It has a because they use applesauce to replace, I believe, egg, which I really don't understand. Mm. It's, it's totally different texture and mm-hmm. and uh, chemistry behind it, but it added a nice little like cinnamon taste to the to the chocolate chip cookie, which is mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, does it? T- can you taste the sweetness of the apple? Oh, you all? definitely can. So it's a nice okay. little like chocolatey sweet, like applesauce okay. with cinnamon. Yeah, that's it. That's a, that's a very interesting taste. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah. oh, this is mm-hmm. legit. Okay, I'm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There's been a. There was a. Actually, I have it right here. They have uh, matcha green tea caramels. So it's a little mm. caramel balls covered mm-hmm. in matcha green tea like coating. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, oh. It's surprisingly good. Really like, good. Well, because it's, it's actually real matcha. Like I, I, the one mm-hmm. thing I hate about like matcha candies is that they just have the taste of it, mm-hmm. not necessarily the legit matcha. But this one you can actually taste the greeniness of the matcha. Yeah, a good example would be like the the Kit Kat uh, uh, green oh, tea. Oh god, that's just all sugar yeah. and green. Yeah, it, it just tastes <laughs> like uh, uh, the white chocolate that you usually have. Yeah, and it's like that slight uh, green tea taste, but you don't really taste it. As you would taste, uh, you know, uh, drinking green tea or anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. I won't get too far into it because it's pretty mm-hmm. much the same as last year. But I did write a post on the 2OC.com, mm-hmm. uh, put pictures up there, and quick, like, summary of who was there and um, the, the three big uh, three big vendors that I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was a pot dealer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anton. Uh, ready to get into news? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into news. All right, Anton. All right, news. I only have one topic for this one, mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to be fairly short, so I want to get your take on it. So it's been announced that Avengers is probably going to clock in at somewhere between three to three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. There are some theaters considering including uh, intermission. That's not going to work. Why? <laughs> Because there's no movies that have intermission. Uh, I, I okay, tell you the truth, I did experience uh, intermissions before in the past at a movie theater, mm-hmm. and this was uh, way back in the early '90s. Uh, we used to have this uh, theater uh, on Brookhurst and Westminster. They were showing a lot of Chinese movies, and they usually have part one and part two, so they uh-huh. split the movie in half. And then uh, they would uh, do uh, intermission. The movies? the movies are like three hours long. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, it makes sense for them to split the movie in half and then uh, uh, give people a break to go, you know, use the restroom and also buy snacks. Well, especially, and dude, especially back then, because back then in the early 90s, hour mm-hmm. and a half was like the peak, the, like the, the yeah. gold zone. Now they're mm-hmm. looking to get, you know, you'll get like what, like 120 minute minimum? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so the whole movie experience for me back in the 90s, uh, watching at this movie theater, dude, we were able to get Bun Me at the movie theater. They, they make that stuff there. Um, so for those of you who don't know yeah, what so Bun Me is, it. it's basically uh, kind of like it's a baguette um, bread mm-hmm. with uh, ham and uh, really good cold cuts in there with uh, amazing creamy mayonnaise that they... Uh, um, I mean, it sounds gross. Uh, I know, you know. creamy mayonnaise. Yeah, and dude, the way that they make it, uh, it's fresh uh, from the eggs. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and they, there's pate in it. There's really uh, uh, good pickles in there, daikon pickles. All right, anyways, but you would have that. Uh, they would uh, have a uh, fresh jerky that they would make there. They, they, they would uh, dehydrate it, and then they would uh, uh, dip it into like a... Uh, like a honey sauce. Oh my god! And they would have mangoes with uh, those uh, chamoy uh, powder. 
I'm guessing this theater does, doesn't exist anymore, huh? No. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's where Tasty is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there there used to be a movie theater there, and there uh, I think there used to be like a small um, shopping grocery center there, yeah. and it turned into what it is now today. Okay. Yeah. Um. No, but yeah. but okay. But I mean, say, movies did used to have, and this is way back in the day. This is like um. Ah, uh, what's that one movie? Uh, Around the World in... Is it 180 Days? What was it? Not 180 Days. 80 Days? Something like that. Um, the remake in 80 days, with Jackie go. Chan. Yeah, yeah, Around the World in 80 Days. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but like the, the original one, like that one had an intermission. Um, there's mm-hmm. several other movies that had intermissions. And it's it's possible to do it. They just have to be very careful when they pause it or when they, they, tell, they give people a break. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I, I know, uh, yeah, it, I know that a lot of uh, drive-in movie theaters used to do that more often too, because uh, they want people to go to concessions, and and, and that's my thing snacks. too. So I, I see it as a double-edged sword. So mm-hmm. they can have, okay, they can have the intermission, which will probably mm-hmm. boost their concession sales. However, it's going to lower the amount of screenings it can show. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you're giving, you know, a, a 15 minute intermission, that's going to at least take one showing away from your theater per theater or per. That's like, true. That's probably screen. the reason why they did that in the first place is because they want to maximize. Yeah, the amount of time that they can make money out of screenings. Right. They're just. Trying, but, I mean, they're just trying to condense everything. <laughs> But, yeah, but I mean, they they have all these uh, trailers at the very beginning that takes up, you know, if, if they take out trailers in general, they'll probably have uh, room to fit in at least two more showings in a day. <laughs> That's true. Right? Uh, yeah. No, but, but I, th- I, I did think that they did do that before at one point. And people were like, what happened to the trailers? How do I know what movie's coming no, out? You no, no. Trailers used to be before the, the start time. If, if the start time was 6 o'clock, the trailers started at 5.45. And mm-hmm. the movie actually started at 6 o'clock. Uh, um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but I was going to say, I can see them doing the intermission for the fan events or for the, the special screenings. Because those, they only do one of per night. And it's just for the mm-hmm. fan experience. Yeah, I mean, in the past, they do the fan experiences where you do the marathon, and they would give you at least half an oh hour God. Uh, to go do your business, get more snacks. Um, and I know that there were a couple other ones where you would watch it, and then you'd come back the, the next day to finish the other half. Because, I mean, in, that in was on for the, Broadway... That was for Phase 1. Oh, no, Phase 1. Yeah. Um, before Endgame. Oh, for Endgame. Before... Mm-hmm. Uh, keep messing it up. <laughs> Uh, before uh, uh, Infinity War, they they mm-hmm. did a screening of all Marvel movies for the last ten years, mm-hmm. and I think it was a weekend event. Yeah, I don't know who would go to that. That's very tiring. Yeah, no, that's insane, dude. That's mm-hmm. too much. Like you're you're pretty much spending your whole time in one seat. I I, I just feel back problems sitting there. Yeah, I know that in uh, on Broadway. If you go see the Harry Potter and uh, um, was it the Cursed Child? Yeah, yeah. That that one alone, you would have to go to two different seatings. Uh, if you want to do it in one day, it will start at two o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and then you get to see the second part at seven o'clock at night. So uh, you also have a chance to go back the next day and watch it at a different time if you want to. Okay. So if you so- want to watch it at two, uh, then the second part would be at seven. And yeah. And so then so really, you have to think of it more like. You bought 
a, a, a set of two different two different plays mm-hmm. that just happened to be mm-hmm. part one, part two, and you can pick and yeah. choose. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that uh, kind of works, but at the same time, you kind of run mm-hmm. the risk of one being more crowded than the other, and then you, you miss out. It's like a five-hour show, dude, so uh, it, it, it makes sense for them to do that. Yeah. I don't know why J.K. Rowling would write that much, but I mean, I, I guess, you know, the Harry Potter fans won closure to each you know chapter so yeah i know that yeah. and I, apparently they weren't very really happy with it either i mean they liked the play yeah. but they weren't happy with the story anyways mm-hmm. all right uh that's it for news i don't know if you have anything else you want to add to that because we have a lot to cover um, yeah we have a lot to cover so let's go ahead and move on all right let's go to our next segment super bowl super bowl what's that <laughs> All right, Anton. So, as you know, the big game, as it's known, mm-hmm. uh, was this past Sunday. Uh, it was the L.A. Rams versus the Patriots. Uh, it'd be no surprise that the majority of the people here were going for the Rams. Um, actually, I think you were going for the Rams also, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, the- I mean, it's L.A. and it's always the <laughs> underdog that we always, but it- you know, root for because New-, New England uh, Patriots, are they're always there are most of the time. But it's it's funny because I, they showed a map before the game of uh, mm-hmm. what each state was rooting for, and mm-hmm. majority of it was Rams. Like <laughs> I, I think it, it was just New England going for the Patriots, and like I think like Louisiana Patriots. I don't know, I, I, one, like some state down south was like going for the for the Patriots. Yeah, and you know that uh, probably seventy or eighty percent of the the people that went to the game are Patriots fans. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, because they're, they're 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 hardcore Patriots fans, and they're and, used to the cold weather. Yeah, 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I was insane. Uh, did you watch the game? Yeah, I watched the whole entire game. Poor you. And I'll, I'll tell you what, it, it's so boring. It was bad. And, dude. Yeah, it, it became a soccer game. Literally, yeah, a soccer game. It really game. did. Um, no, that was it's like goalie kicks the whole time, dude. So I I watched it with my girlfriend, and it was mm-hmm. the it was her first time watching a full game because she doesn't really yeah. like football, doesn't really understand it. Yeah. But I was being this the, is a worse game. To watch. It, it really was, and she was like, <laughs> majority of the time we just like started talking or whatever, or just like get, went to like start making food. Like it, it just became like a background thing. Um, yeah, but it, it she was like, it, I think she was laughing at how <laughs> did how, you tell how, her. Did, did you tell her that they usually don't punt this often? Oh, my God. It was like eight. I think they punted like eight. I think the Rams punted like eight times. Uh, yeah. No, but she was laughing at like my 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 rage while you know the TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like me oh, yelling at the Rams quarterback, Groff. I'm like, damn it. You can't sleep on, on Brady. You, you have to. <laughs> you have to like capitalize now. Yeah. Uh, which I was right because, uh, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen the game, uh tom brady does not choke no. he, if he's his back's against the wall he will just continue he, he is ice cold dude like he yeah dude i mean he never really got sacked the whole season until uh the super bowl yeah but i'm saying like he, he like he doesn't get nervous he mm-hmm. he's a machine he just keeps going 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 uh as soon as the patriots scored their touchdown I saw the Rams start panicking and making very stupid moves i'm like mm-hmm. the game's over it's done mm-hmm. yeah you know that was going to happen as soon as you see the, the hiccup there. Yeah, yeah. All right, Nathan. Uh, so I'm sure people have gotten enough analysis about the game. Uh, let's get to the fun part, the commercials. Okay, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> uh, so let's see here. You want to go? Uh, I'll let you pick. What was your favorite commercial? 
I think the Bud Light ones were really surprising to me. Oh, the Bud uh, Light ones were weird. They yeah, really weird. Uh, especially uh, okay, Bud Light weird, Bud Weiser, uh, very very deep, and uh, I guess that's a good thing, and uh, it separates them from from the hilarious uh, Bud Light uh, commercials that they had. Yeah. Uh, I think the one that really totally caught me off guard. <laughs> Was when, um, I mean, the first one was funny because it was the one where uh, they had corn syrup uh-huh. and they were trying to deliver oh, to yeah. Budweiser and they're yeah. like, oh, oh yeah, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't order that. We don't <laughs> brew our beer with, you know, corn syrup. Yeah. So yeah. then they start going to other castles. Yeah. They go, they go to Coors, they go to Miller. Um, I was telling yeah. my girlfriend, like, that's pretty ballsy. Like they just had to talk smack yeah. on the other, like both competitors. Like they didn't just want to target one. They wanted to talk on both of them. Yeah, um, yeah. That commercial was probably like about twenty seconds too long. <laughs> like this yeah. kept going on. And on. <laughs> it is. So, anyways, uh, that was the the commercial that I was expecting for uh, uh, Bud Light. But then the second one that they had, uh, they were having this uh, joust match, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, this uh, one warrior came out and got ready to joust, and I was like, that guy, that that character looks so familiar. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he defeats the main guy that we're like, oh, is that supposed to happen? Because the other guy's the main guy. And oh, then all the, of a sudden, this, the, blue, the blue knight? Yeah. Yeah. The blue knight. He, he was the main guy. And then all of a sudden, uh, the, the big dude, who's the bad guy, comes over and starts doing that same exact scene that was in uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you see the dragon come in. I was like... Wait, what? Yeah, that, is this is this a Bud Light commercial? Or is this a it was Game a weird cross promotion? Yeah, so it was a cross promotion. I was like, yeah. okay, that totally caught me off guard. Yeah, it threw me yeah, off because was... in like the last scene is the uh, the Blue Knight from Bud Light getting scorched on the ground, the little crater. Yeah, no, that, that that caught me off guard, yeah. and I, I think that was probably my favorite one. Before before we get to the fun ones, uh, mm-hmm. can we talk about how weird the Idris Elba commercial was? How creepy it was. Well, which one? Uh, it's him there sitting, was on two. A, sitting on a dark night, like on a dark night on a on the street, singing. Uh, oh, what song is it called? I can't remember what it is. But it, it, he has the voice of like a little girl as he's singing. It's for Squarespace. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was weird. Um, yeah, I was like, I saw my girlfriend. I'm like, I don't feel comfortable watching. It's kind of creepy. She goes, "Is this a horror <laughs> movie?" I'm like, no, no. <laughs> but the fact that he's like, he's a big dude. He's probably like six foot three at the at the very uh-huh. least. And mm-hmm. uh, him singing with a little girl voice is really disconcer- disconcerting. disconcerting. Yeah, it's concerning. not normal for you to see uh, injuries like that. Like you always see him in like movies as a big bulky guy doing really awesome things yeah. and. Canceling the apocalypse. Yeah, he's war know? ready. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go into the the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really. Oh, before uh, that. Before that. Sorry. Uh, uh, Adris was also in another commercial. Uh, it was uh, uh, Hobbs versus. Um, oh, Shaw. No, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. 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 Hobbs and Shaw. With uh, yeah. Jason Statham and The Rock. Mm-hmm. And also Adris. He is a bad guy in this one. Yeah. And it's funny. He but, says he's a bad guy in it, too. But he's British. So, you know, it's expected. <laughs> the Brits are always yeah. a bad guy, according yeah. to uh, Jaguar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ja- Jaguar. Ja- Jaguar. 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 Like, they don't like, they didn't even say the, the, the U, the Jaguar. Like, they go straight from the G to the A, and then they skip yeah. the R. Um, yeah. yeah, dude. Are you going to put that Jaguar in the garage? <laughs> the car hold. 
Um, <laughs> Carl. <laughs> uh, Simpsons joke. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but dude, I, okay, I am not a big Fast and the Furious like fan. Um, I enjoy the movies, but like I'm like, ah, eh, I'll watch it when I watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hobbs and Shaw, dude, that was like a total bro movie. Like, oh, I'm down. Yeah, this it, it, it's a fun movie to watch. But I don't think it will be like uh, uh, groundbreaking. But no. I mean, it's, no, it's probably it's a good spinoff. It's gonna be a good. Uh, I didn't even see the, the release date, but this is this is where Vin Diesel and uh, and Paul Walker left off. This is extreme mm-hmm. Vin Diesel, extreme Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for Hobbs and Shaw. Um, yeah. So it's going to Avengers, Anton, and the trailer for this one. I don't even want to call it a trailer teaser. Mm-hmm. Teaser, yeah. Just another just another bait and switch one. Um, mm-hmm. It it's really bleak. Um, it's just a, a voiceover as they're showing the world post Infinity War. And it's a very noticeable time jump. Oh yeah. Um. There's a scene, uh, and I I showed you the I think it's picture picture three, uh, okay. of the Statue of Liberty, and you see all the boats scattered throughout, um, scattered throughout the, like the, the by the by the Statue of Liberty, and it's uh it's it looks very old. Time has definitely passed by on this one. Oh yeah. Um. Do you think uh. They people had to go to the Statue of Liberty, or do you think they uh, they uh, <laughs> that's kind of weird? I just <laughs> did that live. Um, yeah, do you see it on the screen? I'm sorry, uh, I see it on our chat. I don't know if it's gonna show up on the stream. Um, yeah, yeah, it shows up on the stream. That's what you see. Uh, yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I think maybe something happened and uh, they got washed there, or they probably met up there because that's the, the only safe place to be at. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know, but I, I mean, probably, but also, it could also be that you know, what what if what if you're on a boat and your captain gets uh, snapped? Uh, yeah, I think they, I think uh, uh, Marvel's officially called the decimation, which I don't like the name of it. Mm-hmm. I like the snap anymore because de- decimation very specifically is you eliminate one tenth of your enemy. Mm-hmm. This is more than one tenth. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh let's see here so the other thing and there's like a support group going on too um mm-hmm. if you go to picture four there's a sign where it says uh where do we go now that we're now that they're gone um yeah. obviously you kinda get to see the shadow at the at the very bottom there too yeah i think that that shadow is misleading i think that's mm-hmm. kind of like a uh shutterstock kind of picture that they used to advertise because i mm-hmm. Because we're interpreting this as, you know, half the Avengers are gone. What do we do now? This is like, you lost your family. So this is like actual people having a support group meeting. Like, you know, mm-hmm. this is for the world to get a, get a, get a, get a hold of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's another sign of how much time has passed. I mean, they've had time to, to mourn. Grief. They've had, yeah, they grieve. They've had time to make posters and set up and organize meetings mm-hmm. uh yeah no it's it, it's definitely i'm saying at least a year a year afterwards mm-hmm. uh yeah some people say a couple months because yeah. uh yeah but then you do see a, a couple of changes to cap because i mean uh, he had the beard when he was he uh and and yeah he shaved <laughs> so uh, there's a bit of change there um yeah no i i think that's most noticeable but i mean that, it's good to see cap go away the way he came in which i'm mm-hmm. wondering if that's a sign if it's gonna be a callback to his old days mm-hmm. the sacrifice maybe? maybe the sacrifice yeah could yeah. be all right anton are I mean, you ready you never know they're gonna they're they're gonna throw uh curveballs all the time so so we see a lot of uh really big surprises 
So speaking of curveballs, and you can kind of flip mm-hmm. between uh, picture one, picture two. Uh, mm-hmm. Marvel has obviously spent money to take out somebody out of this photo. Yes, and it's very obvious too. You can totally see it. Yeah, yeah. There's a big gap between everybody. Um, either A, they they spent money to Photoshop somebody out of that, or mm-hmm. B, they just haven't rendered the Hulk into it, or whoever is in there is CGI, and they haven't fully put him in there yet. I have a feeling that it's either Hulk or... I mean, okay, l- l- let me guess this. If, if it was someone important and they wanted to take them out, I think it would be Ant-Man. But Ant-Man does show up on the other parts of the trailer. So we're, we're thinking whoever is in there is going to be uh, not revealed yet. It's gonna, they want it to be the surprise. Uh, it could be Captain Marvel. See, that, and that's, I think that's the go-to. But Captain Marvel mm-hmm. can get her own movie. And it's very... It takes place... She gets her movie right before this. Um, it might be too soon. The, the fun ones are Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the joke was Ant-Man. He's just very small. You can't see him, but they're respecting the space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the other one that I, I kind of am interested in, especially because we're considering talking about the Young Avengers, mm-hmm. Shari. Shari. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would be interesting because she, I mean, Iron Man is not there right now. He is still lost in space. Um, mm-hmm. She's the only Tony Stark. She's the only Tony Stark. <laughs> mm-hmm. She has the technology to build a suit. And mm-hmm. in the Infinity War, we saw that, that Tony's suit is now used with uh, nanites, mm-hmm. something that Shari is very familiar with because all her technology is nanite based. Mm-hmm. Um, that that you know the, the table she works on in her lab, um, the she pretty much used it throughout the whole Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So I'd be very interested. And if you notice that her blasters in pa- Black Panther very mm-hmm. similar to uh, Iron Man's uh, rep- repulsors, repellers. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm betting money on Shari. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're like, no, you're wrong, but all right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's a pretty solid uh, guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's where my money's at. All right. Um. Mm. This this is next trailer. Okay. Uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, all we really got to see from this one is her phrase, "faster, higher," and I forgot how it goes. Uh, the is it the not the Daft Punk not song? the da- I knew you were gonna say that. No, <laughs> not stronger. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean it's pretty much the same stuff we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Maybe trimmed down a bit more. However, I was seeing some stuff on Twitter and then later on on news sites that this trailer <clears throat> might have been to attract a male audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, that there's still a little hesitation about you know whether guys are going to um, relate to Captain Marvel or back you know be as excited for Captain Marvel as the other heroes. Um, mm-hmm. this is a very, you know, strong female lead and so far it's mainly been women and Marvel fans been toting the flag for this one. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the trailer for <clears throat> Captain Marvel, it is freaking like rock music, hard beats. It's, it's very like, I think it even sounds like, uh, the, the metal, like the, the, like a power drill. Well, would you, would you say it's very tomboyish? It's very like man. it's I'm very a man. Ronda Rousey for me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very. I'm a man. I like the. It's for Josias. It, it's <laughs> Josias from the Combat Syndicate. Shout out to you. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. No, but like again, I encourage everybody after this <clears throat> after this uh, mm-hmm. video, go look up the trailer for the Super Bowl for Captain Marvel. 
and it has a, a power drill sound throughout the whole thing. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's it, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. All right, Tom. Uh, the other thing I I think you'd be excited about, and it's funny because some people thought that, that the Super Bowl that something happened to the live feed. Um, oh yeah, dude. When I okay, when I saw that and I was listening to the the sound, yes. uh, the the person narrating it. I knew. No, I was looking at. I was looking at my wife. I was like, yes. "Oh my god!" Ah. <laughs> so I know I had the same moment. I heard. I heard. His, I heard. Like I saw what's going on. I'm like, "Avengers uh-huh. again!" And then I heard his voice. Oh, it is. Yeah. It can't be. And my and my yeah. girlfriend's like, "What? What is it? Is it a I'm like, Just watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. We were in probably the same moment. Uh, yeah, dude. I, my wife was like, well, what's going on? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, look, look. Yeah. You, you don't know what it is. That's funny because he starts saying, he starts saying, imagine going through a door. I'm like, he's saying yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the, the confirmation is that the, the really eerie Twilight, ver- Twilight Zone music in the background, like they... No, 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 no. but no, it's like yeah. they, they twisted that. Like it, it is the original, oh, yeah, but they, 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 mm-hmm. they made it extra creepy. Yeah. Um, and this got me excited, dude. Cause okay, so uh, I went to go watch the game at my girlfriend's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, they <clears throat> they use uh, they don't have a regular cable. They use like, mm-hmm. they they're they're pretty much cord cutters. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, no problem. I'll just sign up for the CBS access. They have a trial. I'll do it. Um, mm-hmm. I got a promo code, so I got a week plus a month for free. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm going to keep it an extra month just to check out the CBS because this comes out the beginning of April. Yeah. Uh, my CBS All Access ends mid March. Okay. So I might be keeping an extra code. I wanted to, dude. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I trust him with the Twilight Zone more than I trusted mm-hmm. uh, uh what's his name uh Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, I don't know. I, I think because it's only one episode at a time. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be keeping it for a while if you're okay with that. It's fine. I think it's like five bucks. So I'm fine. Yeah. Um, there's and, a- and plus, they, they got uh, a lot of other shows right now on it. I mean, yeah. there's Star Trek. Yes. I don't know if you want to really get into that. I do. But, I mean, it looks really good. I just haven't got a time to get to it yet. No, no. I, I, Star Trek Discovery is definitely on my watch list, which, by the way, they mm-hmm. needed. They need to enhance their, <coughs> their viewing experience. I was, mm-hmm. they have the commercial version, commercial free, kind of like Hulu. Yeah. Um, and you could, if you have the commercial free one, you can download the episode. But so far on the app, I can't find the way to build a queue. Mm-hmm. And I, I that seems very odd to me. Like you have to pretty much search the show you want to see and then go episode by episode instead of just saying, I like this show. Click, show me every time this episode comes up or this so show comes you, up. So you like the Hulu feature? <laughs> well, like Netflix does it too. Like you, 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 mm-hmm. you know, you put your <clears throat> shows or movies into a queue, and even though you're, if you remove it, it still knows. Oh, you liked this show before. By the way, the new season's out for it. I think you can do it with the Apple TV because they have the TV app on it, mm-hmm. where it integrates with the the uh, CBS or um, ABC or any of the television um, apps. Yeah. So you can go and choose the shows and it, it will go straight to the TV app. So whenever there's a new show, just like the, how, how Hulu does it, but Apple does it with all of the apps together in one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other thing, Anton, and I, wait, I just make sure that anything else you want to add for, for uh, Twilight Zone? What's that? Anything else you want to add for Twilight Zone before I go to the next one? Uh, I'll take that. Oh yeah, there was also uh, his movie trailer that was uh, in the 
the spot too. Oh, Toy Story. Um, that one? Yeah, that too. He oh my god, he has like four Wait, what things are the ones in he the did? Uh he us, the the creepy movie. Oh crap, the horror about that. Yeah, us. Yeah. Um, Damn, he's everywhere, dude. That's Super, crazy. Super Bowl brought to, hosted by uh, Jordan Peele. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Ah, I I don't like the, that that trailer. Um, mm-hmm. I, the Toy Story one though was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, can, Some people thought it was annoying. I thought it was funny. No, it was funny. Uh, yeah. it, it was very short. It's a teaser. I think there's <laughs> mm-hmm. honestly based on my reaction, I think they just wanted to show you the animation because yeah. that opening scene, I really thought it was. Uh, a Disneyland ad, and they were using um, Buzz and Bo Peep to advertise. Not Buzz, uh, Woody and Bo to to uh, advertise it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's not a car. That's not Disney. That's a carnival. Oh, this is this is a Toy Story commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy anime. Crazy how far animation has come in. What 20, 25 years? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, then. Uh, the <clears throat> next commercial mm-hmm. I got I got excited for because it's something we talked about. Uh, with my brother, RG from Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes, and Josiah from the Comic Syndicate, on episode 80, was Guillermo del Toro produces scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh, yeah. Uh, this one... Uh, really excited about that. Yeah, this one, it was a very short teaser. Um, if you mm-hmm. aren't really familiar with it, it's you probably didn't understand it. It, it just a woman walking to a mirror down the dark hallway with like a zit on her cheek... And as you close close to the mirror, you see like a little like me, like little yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and damn, remember audio. We're also audio. A little little leg sticking out of that little zit, <laughs> and yeah, it's a, that is one of the stories. So I'm excited. I'm like, holy crap, we're getting closer and closer. Mm-hmm. See, so, yeah, too close. <laughs> too close. <laughs> that, 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 too close. To, uh, yeah. That would freak me out. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, anything else that we missed for the Super Bowl? Uh, the halftime show is such a disappointment. Oh. I mean, I already knew that from the start because, uh, uh, you know, knowing people that go to Maroon 5 concerts yeah. uh, doesn't really deliver ever. So wasn't really surprised. It was pretty much uh, uh, him stripping. Yeah. Literally every <laughs> every three minutes he took off another <clears throat> article of clothing mm-hmm. uh, and everybody got to find out how much he loves California yeah. and male nipples. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there was such a freaking outrage on twitter for it because uh, they were saying like the double standard that guys can show their nipples on tv but women can't blah 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 like they, they brought up the whole janet jackson thing from the early 2000s mm-hmm. uh like from say like oh janet jackson shows her nipple for like half a second and the world <laughs> goes crazy uh maroon 5 dances around topless and everybody's like excited for it <laughs> <laughs> i get it i mean this yeah. is double standard um mm-hmm. I, I i know <sighs> I know it shouldn't be, but I also know it is. I don't know. I don't want to get into this topic. <laughs> I yeah, don't it, it's it's uh it's gonna be uh, <laughs> all hell from there. Yeah, and, and I'm walking down a dark alley. I'm just gonna turn around and <laughs> gonna, gonna avoid this dark alley before I even go, go any further. All right, yeah. uh, so we also had a busy weekend uh, with mm-hmm. video games. You want to go into video games? Yeah, uh, let's get into video games. Cool. I think February 1st to the 3rd. Yes. There was a uh, free demo of a game called Anthem. And uh, it's uh, distributed distributed by EA. I forgot the studio that made it. Um, didn't really thought about talking about it on the episode, but... Uh, no, go ahead. Keep talking about it real quick. Yeah. <clears throat> so 
Anthem, uh, if I had to sum it up, uh, what type of game it is, it's kind of like Destiny where you can play with your friends, you can go on, uh, explore the world together. Um, the other game that I would compare it to would be Mass Effect because um, the NPCs, which is like the, the, um, the sorry, near person... <clears throat> what I keep forgetting the non- acronym NPCs. Oh, non playable character. Non, yeah, non playable characters. Like, uh, there's a lot of them in in the game. Uh, you would go to them to get missions, but uh, it's not just going to them to get missions. You're going to them to get like a story, just like how Mass Effect, how everything that you do oh, changes the story. Yeah. So that is basically what you're doing here in the game. It's that with the exploration of destiny. Yeah. And you level up your characters. You get to uh, um, customize your javelin, which is your your avatar. Your Iron Man suit. Uh, you, yeah, Iron Man suit. Dude, <laughs> uh, it is so uh, awesome. I, I really wish you could could have okay, played that so, part. So I'll, I'll pause you there for a second. Uh, okay. Uh, well, first of all, it's Bioware. Okay, Bioware. Boop. Oh, no wonder. <laughs> No freaking wonder. Why? Uh, Bioware makes uh, Mass Effect. Oh, okay. Okay. So they're, they're, yeah. they're used to the mechanics. They know that kind of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, so I I, <laughs> so I, I, thought I had more time when we were first yeah. downloading and selling the game uh, to to play. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I haven't heard from my girlfriend yet. I, I think she was still getting ready. So I'm like, well, I'll just sign on right now. As soon as I finished the loading and the opening screen, she goes, hey, we can go now. Because we had to go to the store, get stuff ready. Yeah. Um, so I was like, damn it, <clears throat> I sc- of course. So that's when I just, I just bailed. Um, and then when I got home, <laughs> I didn't get home that late. I got home like at nine. I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to sign up before they shut down the service. They, sh- they shut down the service already at nine o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little early. Usually for these type of uh, events, they usually extend a, uh, a day or two at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I mean, they, they probably got what they needed or they saw some problems that they're like, okay, let's shut this thing down. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let me continue on uh, what I thought about it. So, okay, so going into the game, they didn't really explain a whole lot on the controls. So they put you in the game and they expect you to know everything because it's a demo and they uh, they just want you to experience it by talking to people. Oh, okay. Um, Um, No, I was like, I don't think it's (laughs) because they they expect you to. I think it's because they haven't gotten that far to finalize the instructions. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Um, when you press uh, A to jump, uh, you can also uh, turn into Tony Stark mode <laughs> by pressing the <laughs> left uh, 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 button, uh, which is the, the left controller button. Okay. And uh, you start flying. Um, and there's a cool down uh, in, uh, w- uh, where you can uh, go into the water to cool down. Oh, okay. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, so if if it overheats, it, you can go into water and cool down, which is kind of cool because everywhere you go, there's like either a waterfall or there's like a little puddle or something like that. Yeah. So it's kind of nice. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so they, they actually do like an environmental interaction kind of thing to it. Yeah. There's one thing I don't really like about the game, and it, it's kind of getting on my nerves, uh, is the loading time. Uh-huh. It takes forever to load every single scene. So, for example, if you were going into, like, a cave, mm-hmm. uh, once you get to, like, the entrance, it stops. And it loads, like, uh, probably takes, like, two, so like, like, it's like 30 the, se- seconds to, like, two minutes. It's like the old school adventure games. <laughs> like, a, like, Xbox mm-hmm. One, an Xbox One, like Xbox 360 kind of thing. Like Yeah. Uh, 
I, you know what? I was going to make the excuse that you're like, oh, you know what? It's a demo. You you need to install. But we did install the game. It was like, what, 21 yeah. gigs? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's yeah, a it, huge game. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's a huge one. So who knows? Maybe they'll they'll fix the buffering or they'll they'll yeah. put in some sort of a, a mechanism in there until it loads peripherally. Um, yeah. But, so since it's a Bioware game, you know it's going to be story uh, driven. You and, know it's going to uh, take you 20 hours <laughs> to finish it. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's a really good step for them to go into that direction mm-hmm. uh, to do like an open world online game that you can play with your friends and, and, and do all that stuff. Uh, Mass Effect is already good. Um, I think this is going to be even richer uh, because it's trying to do the same type of storyline on, on, on what Destiny is doing. Yeah. But I think these guys are going to do it so much better. Because uh, story-wise, they know where they're going. I would think so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I wish I, I played it. Um, there's another game that came out, but I kind of got distracted with uh, the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it called? It was... Uh, we, bo- we both signed up for it. Or we both downloaded it while we were playing Overwatch. Oh, it's also... Oh, it's called Apex. Apex. There we go. Like, I don't know if it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, I, I got distracted by the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> So I, yeah. I, I do plan on playing that, but we'll see. Um, so I, I think it's, we, we said it last episode, but I think it comes out February 22nd, Anthem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll try it out. We'll see once it comes out how, how good it is. Hopefully they fix a lot okay. of stuff. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, we're running long, but let's go into our last segment, movies. Okay. All right. <clears throat> movies. <clears throat> All right. Since we're getting to movies, uh, I would like to uh, talk about our sponsor real quick. Go ahead. Uh, before I get into the long, um, I don't know what you just did there, but <laughs> what are you talking about? It's on audio. Okay. What are you talking about? Okay. All right. All right. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we'll just go right past that. All right. For you listeners uh, of the 2OC podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30 day free trial to give you an opportunity to check out their service. Uh, personally, I would recommend an audiobook of choice at uh, available at audible.com. Um, I would recommend uh, the Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton book right now because, uh, I mean, I, I saw Hamilton recently and, dude, I am in love with the book. It is so detailed and it's amazing how the author, Ron Chir- Chernow, uh, he basically went around the world to gather all of these documents uh, that were filling in the gaps of what happened uh, during that time when Hamilton was uh, uh, writing a lot of uh, letters to Congress. Uh, um, and also he lived in Caribbean. So there's some letters there. So uh, how, like, how do we know the history of Hamilton? Yeah. Everything is uncovered from this book here. So highly recommend checking it out. And make sure you go to um, audibletrial.com slash the TOC to check out the free trial. Actually, you know what? I'll throw in another one. I, I highly recommend people check out the Marvel uh, Mar- uh, novels that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, one of the most recent one is uh, Mar- Marvel's Avengers Infinity War Thanos. It's supposed mm. to tell the story of uh, the Infinity War from Thanos' point of view. So, mm-hmm. I mean, for if you're if you're more of the villain type like Josiah's, uh, good perspective to, to look at. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash the TOC. Thank you for saying it because I threw a blank mm-hmm. there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anton. Uh, let's get into the movie part. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see, our top five movies so far are going to be number one, Glass, with 91.4 mm-hmm. million. The Upside, okay. number two, with uh, 77.9 million. Number three, Green Book, with 57.5 million. Number four, Ms. Bala, with 8.7 million. And number five, Still Treading Water, Aquaman, with 100, oh, I'm sorry, with 324 million. Boom, 324.9. I'll give him, I'll give him that point nine. Yeah. I'm surprised they uh, swam that far. I'm surprised it surpassed Spider-Man. Yeah, it's still ahead of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, oh, actually, we do have a, a upcoming releases. Um, so the Lego movie is coming out this weekend, and mm-hmm. uh, I have my tickets already for Alita: Battle Angel, which you're going to go into right now. Yeah, uh, I'm going to talk to you about the ticket you got. Is it for the fan event? Or is it uh, for the actual release date? For the actual release date, because I can't go to the fan event, just a scheduling conflict. Uh, okay. But I got the Dolby 3D. Okay. All right. We're going to talk about that okay. right now. Um, Alita Battle Angel is... Okay. I'm going to tell you guys right now. I'm not going to go into spoilers. Uh, it's more of you know how I experienced it and uh, how I think this movie going forward is going to impact everything that you're going to see in the next couple of years. Okay. So Alita Battle Angel is probably one of the most unique blockbuster yet. And I'm going to explain why. I, I don't know what it is about James Cameron, but every time he puts his heart and soul into a project, it becomes like this amazing epic thing that becomes like gold, you know? He, he has a very uh, unique vision. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very unique vision. And, uh, uh, okay, so first of all, James Cameron, Robert Rodriguez, two of my favorite directors team up for one movie. That's that's amazingly epic, and it, it goes way beyond uh, uh, what you would even imagine. Mm-hmm. You got two different directors. One is more like uh, uh, slapstick and, 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 and very uh, um, uh, impromptu. And then you got this really, really um, hardcore, like deep into like the details type of director, yeah. Which is James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, okay, let me let me talk about the size of this movie. Okay, on the scale, it is a giant movie. Uh, and I got to see it in Dolby 3D, which you're gonna go see. It is probably the best way to watch this movie. I don't think there's any other way you should experience this movie. Because Dolby 3D is the newest projection system that they have. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the past two years, we've been able to experience uh, Dolby Cinema, yeah. but not in this type of way. Uh, I think by having two projection systems uh, from Dolby Cinema, it makes the picture even sharper. And I mean, the sound is already superior. Um, the seat itself uh, vibrates every time there's a, a certain action scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the image is you know is, it's already extra, but at the very beginning of this movie, before I even got into the movie, you know that uh, video that they do a little intro to tell you about the um, the projector. Yeah, the the most annoying one is the the sentry one. Yeah, I hate that. The one. unicorns. That's a unicorn one. Yeah, right? the unicorn yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> F that. I know. This that is totally annoying. gonna. Yeah. So this even takes it to the next level. Fuck your unicorns. You've been to <laughs> show title. F your unicorns. <laughs> F your unicorns. 
freaking unicorns. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you experienced Dolby Cinema before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so at the very beginning, they talk about how the, the real dark color is. Yeah. So you get that really cool flamethrower type of guy doing the flame thing. You get to see, like, the, the crossover. You get to see, like, uh, what it looks like on a regular screen and then what you get on this screen. Yeah, they're, they're doing, like, a, 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 appreciate, a comparison. appreciate what we're giving you here kind of trailer. Yeah. So they take this to the next level, dude, with 3D. There's this, uh, okay, I, I can't tell you. I, I want to tell you, but I can't tell you. They just take the experience of that screen, and because of the 3D thing, they, it just, okay, imagine this. It takes you to a different world. It takes you into a place where you don't even think you're in a the movie theater anymore. Ooh. So I think that's okay. a crazy thing Question. where this... Yeah. Do the go ahead. do the glasses kind of have like blinders on the side? Like, and you're just like a you're looking you're just looking from the the front. Yeah, just looking from the front. Okay, so I think that's might might be another reason. Like they they're able to control your senses, so you you, you forget the room you're in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's smart of them. I like that. Good, nice touch. Yeah. So I think from this movie going forward, we're getting something totally different, dude. That the whole thing is so immersive. I, it it kind of reminds me of uh, being in like a virtual reality thing. Oh, okay, that immersive. Um, the the prices are a little bit more uh, uh, pricey uh, for yeah, this one. Yeah, I, I saw that the, the tickets were like uh, twenty dollars for you guys over there. Uh, twenty two for the, it's like twenty. 22. It's like twenty one. Oh, let me double check. Um, yeah, I think it's twenty one seventy something because I I got tickets for my parents because tw- after seeing the movie, I was like, my parents have to go see this. Twenty one fifty nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think the Dolby, Dolby and IMX, I think is like just under $20. So this is like a $2 increase. Um, not much, but I mean, if I didn't have the AMC, uh, membership, I, that would be like hey, a $50 date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. This is amazing because, uh, James Cameron is setting up, you know, all of these theaters to have this type of projection system. Mm-hmm. So that way, when he releases Avatar uh, sequels... Get on my level, theaters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think the, he's going the right direction, changing the whole entire uh, film industry. It's not just a film anymore. It's an experience. And it's really hard to experience something you know, at this high level of uh, entertainment. Yeah, uh, and, and that's the thing. You, I mean, if you want to be, if you want to innovate, you can't stay in the same sandbox. You have to push the pu- push the boundaries. But I'm saying push the technology mm-hmm. too. Like if the technology's not there, mm-hmm. guess who's paying for it? If you really believe in your in your work that much, you have to invest and hope that it picks up. Yeah, I can see the future of uh, these movie theaters going uh, glasses less. Like you don't need the glasses for 3D anymore. If they can enhance the the sound system or match the sound system, and uh, I, I mean I haven't experienced it, but I'm assuming the you know go with the curved uh, um, screen, yeah, you, I mean you can get rid of the glasses. Yeah. So uh, this movie was made for this experience, and it seems like uh, they really used the subwoofer for this movie because I've seen like uh, movies in the in the past year in Dolby. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems like it's cheaped out. I mean, there are movies that they said that were were made for the the whole experience, and that was Mission Impossible, uh, Mission Ooh. Breakout. And it, I mean, the only time you would feel the seats moving would be some action scenes, not even all the action scenes, some action scenes. Wait, you fall out? But 
Yeah, sorry, Fallout. I was like, I was like, wait, um, Gar- Mission Impossible Fallout. There's like, so many. I was thinking, like, wait, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Alita Battle Angel. Every single scene when she steps out of the door, uh, when she's walking around, you could feel the seats. Yeah. Like this is the movie that brings it to the next level. If uh, if the future movies that are made like this. I don't think anyone would pay regular take uh, regular money to go watch regular uh, movies anymore. You want to experience? Uh, yes. Um, but I think they need to work on getting it under twenty dollars because that that twenty dollar mark, even though you're you're already paying that much, that mm-hmm. twenty dollar threshold seems to be like a, a line in the sand. Like if I if I didn't have the membership and I saw like. I'm good with IMAX 3D. I'm gonna go IMAX. 19 bucks. I'll go that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I would. I wouldn't even know th- what I'd be missing out on, to be honest. So I, I think they mm-hmm. need to get that twenty dollar threshold. If you can get it under that and make it comparable to IMAX, then you're in. Now you're in talk. Now you're talking the audience level. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, because of this experience, it kind of reminded me as the first time going into Avatar. Uh, watching it for the first time, I had that same feeling uh, where it's something that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I really would like to see what you would think about it uh, when you see the movie next week. So a uh, really quick uh, review of the movie. Loved it. Story's great. Acting, motion capture. The cast is freaking bomb. I mean, you got uh, Christoph Waltz. Uh, you got... Uh, uh, Forgot her name. Uh, something Salazar. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm blanking on her name too. Uh, let's see here. Rosa Sa- Salazar. Yeah, she was really good. Like, uh, I think if they had a award for uh, motion capture actors, I think she's probably one top top of the list uh, with um, Andy Circus. Yeah, Andy Circus. Yeah, I'll say like <laughs> yeah, I think they do really have an award. It's called the Andy Circus Award. <laughs> uh, they do? No, I'm kidding. I'm saying that they did. Uh, that yeah. can actually see them making it after making it after his like Planet of the Apes one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, uh, I can't wait. Um, I do have my tickets for next Thursday. Okay. So we. Might- oh, one more thing yeah. about this movie. Um, a lot of people didn't really like this movie because they thought you know this is gonna be whitewashed but i don't really put it in that category because i mean we got uh latin actors in it oh it's it's very diverse i mean yeah yeah, very diverse it's got uh asian actors in there too which you know um doesn't make any sense for people to say that i mean uh ghost in the shell yes that was really whitewashed but i mean they tried their best to you know change it with some some of the story but it it just makes so much more sense no, when I mean, that okay, look, was supposed to be like a the lead is Hispanic. Uh, Asian. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you also have like the typical you know Chris Christopher Waltz, Jennifer Connelly. You have Glo- Golden Globe and I think Oscar nominated Marshala Ali for the Green Book. Oh, he's so, he's really good in this one too. Uh, the, you also have Lana Condor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she she played a small part, but yeah, I mean say, she's, like she's good. Isaac and yeah, it's a very diverse group. Like and. It, yeah, Jennifer Jennifer Connelly is still good. She still looks good. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Jennifer Connelly. She's not white. She's diverse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, that's, I'm I'm hating people like I'm hating on the haters that are like this is not diverse enough. Like, well, it's not gonna be like an all Hispanic. It's not gonna be all black. 
uh, like yeah. cast, it's going to have a mixture. Just because it's a white, white people in does not make it not diverse. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, you, Yukito Kishiro, which is the person who made the manga, uh, he was actually invited on set uh, to experience uh, you know, what it looks like in, in, in real life. And he was blown away with what they were able to do. And uh, he was even surprised that James Cameron came up to him 20 years ago to uh, buy rights to make the movie. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, I, I can't imagine how surreal yeah. that is that you created this world in your mind. And you got someone who make, made uh, Terminator 2. Um, what is it? He, the, he's the made, multi- he's uh, made multiple worlds. Huge worlds. Yeah. yeah. Titanic. Mm. Um, Avatar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Avatar. Uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, Dark Angel. Remember that show? Oh, he did that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. With Jessica Alba. Big, big worlds. Yeah, Jessica Alba. Yeah. So uh, he was interested in this movie or this manga at the very beginning is because of uh, our uh, one of our favorite directors, Guillermo del Toro. Really? Yeah. He uh, he told. Uh, James Cameron, like, oh, you got to check out this uh, manga. It's really good. I mean, you're an illustrator. James Cameron is an illustrator. Uh, you're an illustrator. You're probably going to love this story. It's so rich in this world. And he starts looking into it. And he's like, oh, okay. Whoa, this is really good. I, I got to make this movie. So he's been I, working on this I, for a long time. I'm sorry, but I've heard Gilmore Gilmo Toro talk. I, I can yeah. imagine him being more... Hey, cabron. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta check this out, bro. Cabron, you gotta yeah, check this out, look. bro. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, just, just swearing left and right and like telling him, like, pretty much like rubbing, rub, rubbing James Cameron. Look at the book. Put your... <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, just like, I like how you give like a very polite, polite version of it. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's amazing that you know you you got like hardcore fans like Guillermo del Toro, uh, giving uh, you know a big director like uh, James Cameron to, to be interested in something that is so dear and uh, close hearted to a lot of the you know fans out there. Yeah, and I, dude, I think this is probably one of the biggest and uh, best adaptations of a Japanese property. Mm, yeah, like this it. is. What, wait, yeah, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. excuse me, sir. You have not seen mm-hmm. the text of Pikachu yet. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's all. Yeah. Uh, uh, one, one out of five, what would you give it? Uh, dude, this is really hard. I- I'm going to give it a 4.9. <gasps> it's almost perfect. Almost perfect. I'll, I'll let you go an extra decimal over. 4.9 what? <laughs> <laughs> 4.99. It, it's okay. very close. Okay. Very close to a perfect score. Right. Very close. All right. All right, Anton. Uh, if people want to give, <laughs> that 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 makes sense. What it's going to lead to. <laughs> um, <laughs> screw it. If you want to support us, I can do. It. I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> they can do that. Uh, they can help support us by going to our website at www.the2oc.com and purchase uh, maybe a sticker, or a T-shirt, and uh, if there was something that they, they heard on the show that they would like to purchase they can click anywhere on our uh, banner and it'll take them to amazon give us a little kickback also um audible.com um go to audio uh, audible trial.com slash the 20c to get your free trial and your free book uh yeah i already said stickers no i'm trying to i think i can line it up to the thing (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I see what you're doing. Uh, yeah. So if, for the audio listeners, I was trying to line up the sticker I was holding to the, the watermark that we have on our video. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I got it, though. For a split second, I got it. Mm-hmm. All right. People yeah. can also follow us on social media at the 2LC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, side note, on Instagram, for some reason, our video about the Bola rap has been going crazy. Do you remember what that was, Anton? Uh, so the bola wrap was this device mm-hmm. that it, it think of batman it's almost like a taser but instead of shooting out little mm-hmm. prongs to shock and stun people it mm-hmm. shoots out a, a, a kevlar cable that wraps around the person's like and like wraps them up like a like batman's batarang oh so kind of like the scene in uh, uh empire strikes back yeah 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 with, yeah. with the the, no, the ad okay. Um, the cable, the yeah, for some reason that video's been blowing up. We've gotten five thousand views on it overnight. I don't know. I, I, I think wow. I think the company just made a deal with law enforcement, so that's why the video's mm-hmm. catching up again. Oh, uh, so yeah, go to at the two C on Twitter and Instagram to check out that video. Uh, you can also mm-hmm. send us an email to mail at the two C dot com. Uh, don't forget to give us a five star thumbs up on whatever podcast slap you listen us listen to us on, uh, and tell a friend if you hear yeah, us, like us, tell a friend. Mm-hmm. All right, tell your mom, tell your dad. <laughs> I thought you were trying to go Mark Mark Wahlberg thing. All right, Anton. <laughs> anything else that I'm missing out on? Uh, you can follow me on uh, anchovies. That works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, OC Alan Flores right. on Twitter. All right, Anton. I think that's it for the yeah, two OC. That's it. I'm Alan Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Nailed it. Suck the landing. <laughs> Long episode.